Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's redo of Thursday 30. Gull and I just did a, did a recording of this, and it's totally my fault. He did a great job. Uh, my microphone, I was using a headset that was much too low. Um, I'm back in a different situation. I'm just going to re-record this because it drove me crazy that we recorded the I recorded the audio so low. So anyway, we've just got uh, the ratings in for Dynamite, but first... Uh, just so you know, the Thursday 30 is a podcast that Gullo and I, Chris Gullo and I have been doing uh, every Thursday. We record it in the, the early evening, and we've been doing it just for subscribers. So we're going to make this available for everybody, for everybody, for the rest of this month of September, for the entirety of the month of October, and then, once you're addicted to it, in November, it'll be subscriber only on Patreon, patreon.com slash Russellnomics. Of course, Russellnomics Radio continues and always is free for everybody every Sunday live at 11 and afterward on your podcast app. Um, so anyway, AW Dynamite, the TV ratings came out. The total of viewership was 1,039,000. 1,039,000. What was the demo rating? The demo rating was 0.35, a 0.35 that is lower than last week's surprisingly high number, which is a 0.35. Three nine, which was higher than the previous week in Buffalo, where they were coming off the all-out pay-per-view, coming off the controversial press conference. So we got the post-all-out episode that did a point three eight. Following week, which I didn't expect to be very high, certainly didn't expect to be higher than post-all-out, did a point three nine. So a point three eight, point three nine, and now I've got this highly hyped episode of Grand Slam Dynamite, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Only a 0.35. Total viewership is almost identical to two weeks ago in Buffalo, the post-all-out episode. Lower than last week's, I believe it's 1.175 million viewers. 1.175 million viewers is what it was last week. Uh, so higher than... Um, last week was higher than this week, which is surprising given the hype of Grand Slam. Uh, Still number one in 18 to 49 among cable originals, beating out Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on Bravo, which did 
and only did a 0.32. Survivor on CBS was number one overall with a 0.79. Um, quarter hours are in. Quarter hours are available for all subscribers, or you can see them right now on your screen on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, the quarter hours are pretty consistent. We've um, And I've done some studying. I've got the Big Bang data going all the way back to early 2020, I think. And the Big Bang Theory, which is a strong lead-in, a strong rerun program, uh, especially in the demo. It's surprisingly highly viewed despite being a rerun of a discontinued series uh, on TBS at 7.30. Um, the Big Bang Theory ratings have gone down lately, still probably among the most watched reruns on television, but are not as strong as they were early in this year, um, which is probably reflected in what we're seeing lately, although I, I think this has been happening for several, several weeks now. Anyway, this was a consistent set of quarter hours. What makes me say that? This wasn't a set of quarter hours that started out really high coming off the Big Bang Theory lead-in and then declined from there. Uh, we've got quarter hour one doing 1,081,000. This show ends with 1,058,000, a very similar number. The, the most watched quarter hour in total viewership was quarter hour one. Uh, in the demo, though, this peaked with quarter hour three. Um, it was Jericho and Claudio Castanoli in quarter hour one, and it was the culmination, the, the end of the Swerve in Our Glory and acclaimed tag title match in quarter hour three. Quarter hour three did overperform in the demo in terms of growth sequentially from quarter to quarter. Uh, the, the tag title match grew 6% in the demo in a quarter that usually over the course of the last four weeks on a median basis is down 2%. Usually down 2%, this time up 6%. So really exceeding the trend there. That would earn points in our Who's a Draw game. Uh, but also, we've got quarter hour six. Quarter hour six is the four-way women's match with Tony Storm, Serena Deeb, Athena, and Britt Baker. That grew the audience 3% in a quarter that usually declines by 7%. Top of the hour uh, underperformed the normal trend. That is the Pac, 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 excuse me, an Orange Cassidy match that went through a picture-in-picture -picture break, and it went through a tradition, I think the match didn't go through, but it was followed by a traditional ad break. That quarter sequentially lost 9% in the demo, 9% when it usually grows 2% that quarter. So that's what I take from the quarters here. The main event quarter, quarter hour eight, did pretty well. Uh, not astonishingly well. It grew the audience 1% in the demo. It's usually flat in the demo. So it behaved as it, as it should have. Uh, that's what I take here, right? Tag title match seems to do really well. Seems to do well. So credit to the acclaimed and Swerve in Our Glory uh, for, for this quarter hour three doing better than it usually does. Credit to the women's match for doing better in quarter hour six than this quarter hour usually does. That's the quarter hours. I went recommend overreading them. What happened in this overall show, though? What, what were the demos that were up? What were the dem demos that were down? Total viewership was exactly the same as, as it has been on a medium basis over the last four weeks. Last four weeks, total viewership, totally normal. The demo, down 3%. Men in the demo, down 9%. Women in the demo, up 6%. Younger half of the demo, 18 to 34. Younger half of the demo, up 20%, which is consistent with my narrative where I think that whenever there's something that is heavily hyped, whenever there's something that is newsworthy, we'd usually see an increase in viewership, particularly with younger viewers, such as people 18 to 
to 34. So, Chris Gull is having it one of the, among his last days still in the 18 to 34 demo. When, when you see him again, he will not be in that demo any longer. No, he'll be with me in 35 to 49. Uh, what really matters in the big picture, though, just to level set us here, is the ranking. Where does your show rank if we're thinking about TV value? Where does your show rank among TV viewership generally? And we look at this in 1849, because 1849 tends to be a leading indicator, tends to be the most valuable ad demo. And what we see here is that Raw, SmackDown are in the top five, even when you include broadcast. SmackDown is number one on a medium basis in this quarter year of Q3 that's coming to an end at the end of the month. Raw is number three by that measure. We include broadcast. Raw, number three. They're going to get some tough competition lately with Monday Night Football. And Dynamite is a number seven, even when you include broadcast on a daily basis, 18 to 49. It's doing better than it. That, that, that number seven is better than the 10 it was doing in the prior quarter. The 10 it was doing the quarter before that. The 14 it was doing in the quarter before that. So Dynamite, um, s- despite not doing nearly as well as it was doing, say, a year ago, doing pretty well in the overall picture of television. Rampage, not so much. Yes, Rampage is on at Friday. Yes, it's on at 10 o'clock at night. Um, but not not improving in its rank. It, it's a number 25 on Friday night right now, which is about what it was in the prior quarter. Not nearly the number six that it was doing on a medium basis in Q3 of last year, the first quarter of the show's history. And NXT is improving. It's up to a 26 rank in Q3, up to a 26 rank when it was doing in the 40s and 50s over the last three quarters. So NXT is improving. Rampage, I would say, is stagnant. Dynamite remains strong, and Raw and SmackDown are quite strong. Uh, that's, that's what actually matters, your rank among television generally. We could visit also, what did last year's Rampage do on, I believe it's September 22nd, 2021? And uh, we see a, a much higher demo uh, on September 22nd, 2021, as I pull up the Russell Alex Viewership Spreadsheet that subscribers have access to. Uh, Let's see here. September 22nd. Is that the one that I want? I think it is, yeah. Because the following week has got the two-hour rampage. September 22nd, 2021 is the first Grand Slam Dynamite. It had 1.273 million viewers. Almost 1.3 million viewers. It did a .48 in the demo did a 0.48 in the demo. Uh, this Dynamite, again, doing a 0.35. A 0.35 for Grand Slam 2022. Grand Slam 2021, a 0.48 in the demo. So really big difference. A 13-point demo rating difference. 13 points. It's like, an, it's like a, uh, a prime 2.0 NXT era demo by itself. It's a Rampage demo some weeks. A 0.13 difference. Anyway... September was a really strong month last year for AEW coming off the debut of CM Punk, of Brian Danielson, of Adam Cole. Really strong time. Something that we've said repeatedly uh, on WrestleNomics podcasts, I think, is that it's becoming clearer and clearer just how strong that August, that September time frame were, uh, was for AEW last year. 
sure some some cord cutting some you know decrease in television viewership generally might be a factor but it, it, i do not believe it is uh the main factor uh so moving on to what else we have here tony khan tweeted last night at seven thirty four p.m just before the show went on the air dynamite uh he said thanks to fan support tonight's aw grand slam in new york city is the first aw on tv ever to surpass one million dollars in live ticket sales. So Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, New York, it had a lower attendance than it did last year. Nonetheless, ticket prices were substantially, significantly higher. Uh, I did a lot of coding for the first time attacking the code that is underlying Ticketmaster. I was talking with Mr. Russelltix throughout the last few days about this. And uh, so I took, try to take, so we don't have the entire map visible in terms of what their ticket prices were throughout the map. But we do have enough samples that I felt like I could get a pretty decent estimate. And what I ended up finding was an average face value ticket price of $86. That's excluding the fees. If you include the fees, it's $116 on an average basis. Maybe $86 excluding the fees, face value. So that's ultimately what would be going to AEW, right? $86 average ticket price. WrestleTix at last count. Uh, 12,619 tickets distributed. Assume about 5% of those are comps. You're left with almost exactly 12,000 paid attendance, you know, we're, we're estimating here. 12,000 paid attendance. You just multiply that by about $86, you end up with just over $1 million. $1 million, $37,000, basically, is what my estimate is. So ju- just over. And that makes sense with Tony Khan was tweeting in the day before Dynamite that they were nearly at a $1 million, tweeting on the night of Dynamite that they were at at a million dollars. So that analysis of the Ticketmaster HTML code, or whatever it's called, is consistent with with Tony Khan's comments. Um, last year, tickets distributed according to WrestleTix. WrestleTix has been around a year now. Last year, tickets distributed according to WrestleTix for Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium, 19,000. 19,079. Uh, this year, again, 12619 So that is, that is a difference of, what, uh, well over 6000 Well over 6000 in terms of a difference in attendance. Uh, they announced last year over 20000 Maybe that includes suites. Maybe that's enhanced for entertainment purposes. Uh, Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And we had Chris Jericho winning the Ring of Honor title last night from Claudio Castagnoli in Core Hour 1. Um, people are asking, does this mean, is, is this part of a strategy to get Ring of Honor on television? Maybe you, you, want, you want a big star like Chris Jericho to be your champion if you want to sell the Ring of Honor product as a TV show to a streaming platform, a television network, whatever it might be. Um, I don't know. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe that's something that is a real strategy that's being executed. Maybe that's just, you know, maybe there's some other reason why, you know, creative reason why Chris Jericho ended up being the Ring of Honor champion. I don't know. I do know, though, that AW and DAZN, not DAZN, DAZN have been discussing uh, possibly being media partners. DAZN and AW talked about potentially having a media deal in the United Kingdom. That has not come to fruition. Uh, I believe AEW and DAZN will continue to discuss various possibilities uh, on how they could maybe become media partners in other regions, maybe globally. DAZN, if you don't know, is a streaming platform that primarily distributes, at least here in the United States, boxing combat sports but especially boxing it's a $20 a month service in the United States I don't know how many subscribers they have they're not a publicly traded company they're headquartered in London um, but they're they're primarily to us in the US a boxing streaming service but they have all sorts of sports rights all over the world again they're a global streaming service that's available in all countries throughout the world uh, they have soccer rights they have I believe they globally have the live golf rights um they have all different sports throughout all different regions. Uh, in, in some regions, in a few regions, I believe they have UFC rights. They used to have WWE rights in Japan. Uh, they, I don't know if they currently do, but they used to have, at least used to have uh, rights in Germany for WWE. So a lot of different rights. Uh, maybe the AEW will make a deal with the zone at some point in the future on, on some sort of geographical uh, location uh, maybe this is maybe this is eventually the home of, of ring of honor tv i don't know maybe uh, maybe rampage i've speculated that rampage would be well suited to be a streaming exclusive show while dynamite remains a traditional tv show maybe in the next round after the current u.s tv deal that aw has with wbd expires um, maybe DAZN is a, is a home for that. $20 a month is a pretty high price point for the wrestling fan. I could see there being a lot of pushback if you know Ring of Honor was a weekly show on DAZN and you had to pay $20 a month to watch it. Or Rampage was an exclusive, you know, U.S. exclusive program on DAZN and you had to pay $20 to watch it. There would be some kicking and screaming about that, but maybe there's, I don't know, maybe there's some other deal that, that could happen. Maybe this is a, maybe AEW ends up working with DAZN on some sort of international deal. Uh, in the future um, about UK rights AEW is still working obviously with ITV UK fans will know very well it Dynamite and Rampage air on ITV on 
believe it's Tuesdays and Fridays. They've been bumped up to an earlier, better time slot lately. Um, Tony Khan was tweeting about this earlier this week uh, as well. Um, yeah, I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about there. Uh, I, I am, I'm assured that AW is very happy with ITV as their TV partner in the United Kingdom. Uh, so more about streaming rights and things of that nature. But on the WWE side, WWE uh, on Hulu, as people may know, in the U.S. here, you can watch Raw and SmackDown the next day. I think it might even take a little longer than the next day in my experience for, to watch SmackDown. But anyway, you can watch Raw and SmackDown in NXT and main event. Miz and Mrs. Total Divas, Total Bellas on Hulu until Saturday. All of that is expiring except for, except for SmackDown. SmackDown is not expiring. Uh, that's clear from the Hulu interface, which labels all of the WWE content except for SmackDown as expiring Saturday. Apparently that deal is coming to an end Saturday, if not this month, and I, I, I believe for a long time that the, the Hulu next day rights for WWE expired at the end of by the end of this year. So apparently it's, it's expiring this month. Um, but not the case for SmackDown. Why? Well, if you think about what, who owns the live rights for SmackDown, Fox does, and Fox sublicenses the rights, the next day rights for SmackDown to Hulu. Fox used to be a part owner of Hulu along with Comcast and Disney, no longer the case. That was part of the Fox to Disney transaction for the various assets that they sold to Disney. Uh, nonetheless, they sub-license the next day rights for SmackDown to Hulu. So I believe what's happening here is you're going to be able to watch, if you watch SmackDown on Hulu, you're going to be able to watch SmackDown on Hulu for at least probably until the end of uh, September 2024, the duration of the U.S. TV rights deal for SmackDown on Fox in the United States. Um, and I think what's happening here is that w, it's, it's in WWE's advantage to negotiate media rights to say, you know, maybe they're going to talk to Amazon uh, about potentially selling them live rights to Raw or SmackDown. I think they want to be able to say, hey, we can give you the next day rights too, rather than just giving them, rather than just talking about an ephemeral, an I say that word ephemeral ephemeral live stream that disappears as soon as it's been broadcast live. I'm sure if you're, if you're talking to Amazon, Amazon prime video, it's a lot more valuable to them. I think if, if they're able to say, you know, we're going to give you not just a live broadcast, but we're going to give you the VOD at least for 30 days as well. I believe after 30 days, those rights go back to WWE and they're able to put it on Peacock, the WWE network, whatever it is. So that's what I, that's what, that's what is happening there. You know, it's been confirmed to me, according to people who would know that that's what is happening there, that SmackDown is staying and raw and other WWE content is expiring. So that's Hulu. In other news, uh, at WWE headquarters this week, there was an all hands meeting, uh, W employees were told that they they are getting extra holidays, uh, including Juneteenth, that they were not previously getting as a day off, uh, including what else? I think Veterans Day is another day that they were not getting off in the in the past that they will now get off as, as a paid holiday. Uh, yes, Thanksgiving Eve, Juneteenth, Veterans Day. Fightful has reported that. Um, this is how 
uh, people know that Vince is really gone, according to one person uh, who told me they, they, they know for sure that Vince is really gone now because we're getting extra days off. So uh, a, a lot of positivity uh, is what I've heard coming out of this. Uh, human resources, leadership seems more genuine. Uh, people are getting more days off. They're, they're responding positively to this. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have for now. Uh, this is this is under thirty minutes, so I don't know if I if there's something else I want to include here. If there is, I don't know what it is. I've been uh, looking at data uh, f- for the ticket maps of late. I will try to do more gate estimates in the future, especially for big events, especially if I can figure out how to dynamically parse the code that is embedded in. The Ticketmaster maps. Ticketmaster maps are very difficult to to pull the data from, especially on an in, in an automated way. This is this is great content. This is what you wanted to hear, right? Um, Ticketmaster, I believe they have an API, which we probably have to be a, be a, in, in business with them to have access to. Uh, so, what I often do to certain sites such as Cage Match and, and Showbiz Daily is I'm able to automatically read their HTML code, uh, read their website code. Uh, I can't do that with Ticketmaster because they're they're very secure. Social Blade is another one. And with Social Blade, I use a, I use a module called Selenium. Selenium, I think is how you say it. And it opens up the website in a browser and, and I pull the code that way. Could not even do that with Ticketmaster. That's how secure Ticketmaster is. I have to manually, like a caveman, go into the into the ticket map, right click, copy and paste into a notepad. Anyway, if I get better at uh, dealing with the various naming conventions that various arenas have, uh, and then I can sort of pick and choose certain big events. Uh, WrestleMania is, is is an obvious one to work on. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to do some gate estimates. So so hopefully enhance. So our, our, our understanding of big events in wrestling, um, maybe if I get really good at this, it'll help me estimate WWE's live event revenue segment. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's it. If you listened to the, the, the earlier uh, poorer quality of uh, recording of this, I apologize. And we'll do testing to make sure that the audio is, is better. Hopefully this audio quality is, is pretty good. Um, but thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back uh, on Sunday, Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern with WrestleNomics Radio, with Chris Gull, Jesse Collings, and we'll be talking about whatever is new in the news of wrestling business. Uh, and you can get access to the court hours, get access to my nearly daily TV ratings reports at patreon.com slash WrestleNomics. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.